He who saves one life saves the world entire. And the most important life to save is your own. After all, it's the place where you have the most power. So join shadow worker and trauma therapist Laura Giles each week on It's Not You, It's Me. We'll uncover what's in shadow and learn the things you need so you can heal yourself, grow yourself, know yourself, love yourself, be yourself, and share yourself. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, it's time to drop the self-sabotage and limiting beliefs. A healthy, abundant, connected life is an option. Choose it. Subscribe. And let's start manifesting it. One of the most important things you can do for yourself is to spend time getting to know who you are. You're always changing. And if you're not checking in, you could end up being a version of yourself. That was 10 years ago, 20 years ago. One of the tools that really help with that is human design. So today I am with Cassandra Deanne, and she's going to share human design with us. Enjoy. I'm here with Cassandra Deanne of Things That I Talk About, and she is a human design expert. And Cassandra, can you tell us what is human design and how did you get interested in that? Yeah, absolutely. So I came into human design through my love for astrology. I started with astrology and I had a astrologer that I knew of who got into human design. And it was something at first that I didn't quite get um, or, you know, I was so interested in astrology, but I feel it that when the universe wants you to know something, it's going to keep putting it in front of you. And so it did. And so it kept coming up and coming up until finally I pulled my chart. And when I did, which... Um, the human design chart isn't exactly easy to look at. There's a lot going on, but there was something about it. I instantly was in love. I instantly wanted to know everything I could know. So I booked with uh, a reading with the astrologer friend that I had. And by the time I got around to my appointment, I had learned so much already. And we actually talked more about astrology in the reading because I had done so much study of my own human design chart. From there, I went on to be certified through, um, I did, um, I first started like a reader program through Jenna Zoe, and I wanted to know more. And so I purchased a book and finished that and then went on ultimately to be certified. And so I, yeah, that was kind of my, my journey into human design. Now, what is human design? Well, the formal definition of this could be that human design uses a bunch of like ancient science mixed with more modern science, and it kind of puts it all together and formulates what is called a body graph or your, I describe it as your energetic aura. So it uses the a lot of astrology, the Chinese I Ching, the Kabbalah tree of life, um, and the Hindu chakra system mixed with more modern sciences such as quantum physics and circuitry and biology and 
pulls them all together to formulate the chart. And this was introduced by Raruhu in around the 80s. Um, and yeah, so to pull your body graph, if anybody is interested, um, you'll need your date of birth, the exact time of birth, and location of birth. And uh, yeah, with these things, you can pull a free human design chart. So that's kind of a general ideal, an introduction of what it is. So how does having this help somebody navigate their life? Wow. Um, so I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what I love about human design is you literally could study like I've been studying it for a while, but yet every day I still unlock something new. It is, I mean, for it doesn't matter whether you are interested in topics esoterically or if you're one of those, you know, personality test junkies that just, you know, wants to learn that way. It Regardless, human design is loaded with layers and layers of information and what I personally like to call more of like your light signature, the essence of who you are when you came into this existence. It talks about your greatest challenges, the things that are comfortable for you, where you're meant to grow, what you're meant to do, how you were wounded in possibly other lifetimes, childhood traumas. There is so much information um, that really you could study it forever and still unlock something new and exciting. Do you have a story that you can share about something that you found out from human design? Absolutely. I'd love that. So for me, when I first discovered human design, the biggest thing that had that initial impact for me was discovering my energy type. And this is sort of step one on understanding human design. And while I love all the deep layers, I will say that even knowing that first piece of information, that's where my journey of transformation began. I was someone that never felt like I fit the stereotypical mold. I had a teacher once tell me I really wasn't cut out for college. And while I identify and can acknowledge now that I was a creative, it wasn't really seen as something to pursue when I was in, you know, uh, getting my education. So I felt like I bounced around a lot, but with everything I did, new opportunities would present themselves. And so this was an area in which there was deep, like, shadow which when I speak of shadow, I'm talking about lower vibrational energies like fear, repression, anger, you know, anxiety. These I call shadow. Um, so there was a lot of shadow expression around this where I limited myself or felt inferior. My mom once said to me something, you know, when I told her I was going to be pursuing something new, she said, oh, that's what you're going to do? I thought you were going to do this. And so I always felt like I was – I felt like I was failing at life, really. When I pulled my human design chart, I am a manifesting generator. Now, what this means is it means that I am someone that has excessive energy and that my life path is not meant to be linear. 
Instead, it's meant to be a collection of pieces and parts, like puzzle pieces that are collected and then later in life brought together and all influence the whole of what I'm here to share with the world. And so when I, I actually have chills right now just explaining it again because it was so affirming. It was so empowering. Instead of feeling like I was failing and lesser, I suddenly felt like I was on track and what I was doing was where I was meant to be. And I was so excited to see where it led and went. And so for the manifesting generator, the key here is to follow the things that bring curiosity, that inspire your heart, and that you feel drawn to. And as you do, you are following your path. You're gaining the things that you need to to receive. This also, they say, is like the uh, energizer bunny of energy types. So learning that also was beneficial because it helped me understand my body better and how I can honor my body and what it meant when I was burnt out. Because when you're burnt out as a manifesting generator, that means it's time to think about where you're spending your energy. Everything is an energetic exchange. And so it allowed me to restructure my life and to tap more into that essence of myself and my heart. So it was a very powerful experience to to stumble upon for sure. Now, does a person's uh, design change? So like when you're a child, is it different when you're an adult? That's a good question. So no, your chart itself does not change. However, there's always a polarity in everything. To be more specific, when you're looking at your human design chart, especially when you're looking at the gates, which are affiliated with the I Ching, there is a positive and negative, or you could say a gift, uh, potential, or shadow expression. And within each shadow expression, there's actually a repressive and a reactive expression. So this gives you great detail of how you can hone in on where you're at. So while your chart doesn't change, you as an individual can be two completely different reflections based off of where you start your journey and after deconditioning. And when I say deconditioning, this is a big part of human design. And it's the belief that when you're born, like you mentioned, that your energy, that is what you are here to embody and be. But yet we live in societies with cultures and educational systems and parentals that influence what they think you should be or it should look like or how it should operate. And when this happens, what it's called is it starts to condition your your um, innate sense of self. So then it's coming back into that energy, that light signature of who you are is where you're meant to go. And this takes time. So while it doesn't change, it, it definitely is different. You will feel different. You will look different and people around you will think, wow, who is this person? (laughs) So if somebody gets a chart done and disagrees with an element of it, is that due to ignorance or they haven't grown into that part yet? 
or could the chart be wrong or what what's going on there? That's a good question. And so that's where I think some of that deconditioning especially comes in because, you know, for example, there's someone very dear to me that has a particular element in their chart and they've always said, no, no, that's not me. Well, this was one of the key aspects of a human design chart, which is called your profile. And they disagreed. However, later, years later, after witnessing my journey, then I'll be honest, it's my husband. Uh <laughs> We were having a conversation and my son, who is 15, said to him, dad, you blah, 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 blah. And he also recognized it. Well, when I said it, of course, being his wife, you know how that is. It was like, no. But then when my son also recognized it, he was like, whoa, wait, why is that? And then once he opened that door, he could receive what I had to share with him and show him. So like I said, every shadow has a repressive, reactive expression. And there are elements that we can be conditioned. For example, in his circumstance, he confidence is also a journey for him. He didn't see himself as having leadership capability and authority, you know, this authority that people were drawn to. And he says, no, that's not me. But yet every time he got around groups, they always want to put him in charge. They always want to put him in that leadership potential because they see it, everyone outside. But because of that insecurity within, he wasn't allowing himself to identify as that. So it's, it, you know, it's, and, and at the end of the day, once with any of the any esoteric information or system, I always in my reading read for empowerment. But I also say at the end of the day, it's an ex look at it as an experiment. Try it out. If it feels good, then go with it. If it doesn't, you always want to take what resonates and leave what doesn't. There's not always a one size fits all. And for some people, human design might not be their system to get them there. And that's totally okay. So I got to ask you what's the importance of 2027 in human design? Oh, man, you're really going to throw me in there, aren't you? Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty deep. Okay. So 2027. So now the founder of Human Design talked about this being a pivotal point. I'm not as educated on all the other systems, but I believe I've heard other people as well talk about a significance in 2027 as it relates to hum cycles of human evolution. Now, human design talks a lot about this because this is believed that this will be the point in which the human um, energetic system will be mutating and that we are already in a period of this process taking place. Now, if you look at any of Ra's videos, you will see that he talks about autism being one of the signs that are showing this mutation of human development. My son alone is has Asperger's. I think neurodivergent is the most 
um, commonly referred to title right now. Um, but what it is, is it's like, if you look at it for him, he doesn't have his emotional expressions in a way that seems socially acceptable, you know? And so it, it's interesting to entertain. So the idea is that in 2027, we're going through this genetic mutation of who we are and how we are evolving as a species. Ra predicted that you'll also start to see more children being born that appear autistic, but in actuality, they're very, we will find that they're very gifted. They're very connective, uh, connected intuitively. And also that they start to formulate into what, you, and this is deep into human design, but you talk about the penta, which is how the human, each individual human design chart moves together, operates together because human design is circuitry. It's, you know, even at the basic level, how you feel your energy um, depends on uh, where your areas in which you're open or undefined and that this is influenced through the transits and planets and the people that you are interacting with. So, it it gets a little it gets a little superhero movie movie ish um, in description, but essentially that these children are going to be uh, connected deeply to one another. We're going to start see seeing more of that emphasis on uh, connected um, expression, and this isn't about being the same. This is about each person being a part of a whole and the capabilities, you know, that they're able to tap into with this mutation um, and express. So they might look like they have, you know, some some interesting capabilities that to the outsider um, might not you know, seem so familiar. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> so for people who are sitting here fascinated for what, what you're talking about, and they're like, I can't wait to get my chart done. How do they get in touch with you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you can find me on my name, which is Cassandra D-A-N-D-E-A-N-N.com. And yeah, you can book a reading there. I have, I, I believe that this information is life changing. So I'd like to have a variety of different options. So you can get a, a simple guide from me to sort of start yourself on your journey. You can book different readings through me, or you can check out my podcast, Things I Talk About. And I also share a lot of information about human design there as well. So yeah, yeah. Awesome. Now, Laura, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. So... I have your human design chart here. Thank you for sharing your details, your information with me. And I'm wondering if you would feel comfortable if I shared a little bit about your chart. Sure. Awesome. Okay. So now you are, I know I talked a lot about manifesting generator. For me, you are a generator. 
Now, with a generator, this is neat because one of the differences between it is, while I have a nonlinear path, your path leads towards a sense of mastery. So when you find that area of interest that you have, you really dive in deep to all the different elements and areas of it and offer so much wisdom and insights as a generator into that. And yeah, of course, like I talked about, following what lights you up is always going to be important and a part of your your journey. Also, you have what is called sacral authority, which means that you're going to want to definitely check in with that inner intuitive knowing um, when making your decisions. This is going to be either you may sense a physical sense in your gut to where you just No. Um, Also, something neat about having sacral authority is you might know things through an expression that comes out that's not really a word. So it's like, "Mm, yeah, or uh uh-uh, you know, things like that um, um, will come out that will help let you know when you are in alignment with that. And the sacral likes to have questions. So if someone asks you, what do you want for dinner? That's kind of a little open-ended. The sacral likes to have more uh, to work with. So an example would be, do you want Mexican or Chinese for dinner? Does Asian sound good? Having options where you can kind of tap into that sacral will be helpful. Now you have a, wow, you have a very defined identity center, which, and so in this, we have different directions, past, present, future, and self. You have both the full expression of yang and edible because it allows, if we think of the yang as the movement forward, the creativity, the idea, and it's birthed into or planted into the yin. And the yin is what brings forth whatever comes from that fruit. And so these are really awesome. This is also considered the direction of self, which is the two um, and the direction of the, if we're looking at past, present, future, it's present. So I imagine you may have a passion for being in the present moment and embodied in the present moment. And then also tapping into that yin expression as well. You're also a nurturer. Uh, You have gate 27, which says that you probably are quick to pick up and on the needs of other people and nurturing in that sense as well. Your profile is a 1-3, which says to me that you're someone that probably likes to know the things, likes to have an idea of things. And also you're here to kind of go through experiences and journeys. And with these things, you gain lots of insights that you can then share wisdom with others. And in your throat center, when it is activated, you are someone that is influential. And you also have a gift for communicating what may be complicated concepts in more easily to digest ways that people can receive. So yeah, just a few things. <laughs> That's amazing. It's a lot. 
<laughs> oh gosh, I was like, yeah, there's a lot more. Yeah, um, I know. Like, does that does that in a, in a tiny bit of inf- or time? Time. Wow. <laughs> I was not expecting all of that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> did so? Did that resonate? Yes. Yes. Good. Good. Awesome. Awesome. Yay. Thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing that with us. Um, I actually got a special request to talk about human design. So I, I really appreciate you being available and coming oh, on. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It was so fun. Thank you so much for having me. I loved it. Loved it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help the podcast thrive, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Laura Giles, you can follow her on all her socials at Laura Giles 804. See you next time.